0: When I started to look into doing a podcast, I knew I had a lot to share and say, and I wanted to do it in an audio format. I was a little intimidated, not gonna lie, about how I was gonna go about recording and editing and distributing and all those things because technology is not my strong suit. Naturally, I can learn things. And so uh, when I started to take webinars and ask questions on Facebook and other platforms, I decided that Anchor was the best way to go. It's been a bit of a one-stop shop for me. I can record all of my episodes. I can edit them. It's been really nice because it's free And when I started to do a podcast, it was, okay, how am I going to rebuild my practice? I had to close my practice down because of COVID federal mandate. So how was I going to rebuild things? How was I going to give myself something to do? Because this defines me, what I do, it defines me. So I really needed an outlet and the budget was like nothing. So having this free option has been great. Um, I am recording on my laptop, but I can also record on my phone if I decide that's a way to go or maybe I don't have my laptop on me. And so that's pretty exciting to know I can do it from there too. Um, They also take and distribute to various apps. For people to listen on, which again, that is taking one stressor away from me so I can focus on my content. And if it's something you'd like to do, if you have something you'd like to say, I can't recommend it enough um, for somebody who's a newbie and starting out. And I, I feel like even if I wasn't, you know, new at this, if I was, it's been something I've been doing for a while. I would still like this platform because of the ease of everything. So, if it is something you'd like to look into, you can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm, that's A N C H O R.fm, to get started. Welcome to The Infinite Dance. I'm your host, Carrie Arata in this episode we're gonna go over the inauguration i was so taken by this inauguration more than anyone i've ever been in my entire life and i've seen quite a few presidents and vice presidents sworn in i mean number one female black asian vice president was sworn in hello so exciting so exciting I've always said ever since I was a young girl, well, I felt this, but I think I started speaking it when I was in high school, that it'd be a great day when we have a female black president of the United States. I'll take vice president, and boy, this is laying the foundation for a women to come. Um, so excited, so, so excited, and so nice to see a woman Um, as a vice president. Um, So, yay. It's interesting too that both Kamala Harris and Joe Biden were sworn in before their time that they were supposed to be sworn in. And Kamala was sworn in at 11:41 a.m. so i'm going to get into a little bit of numbers and numerology because i really like numbers and i think they that everything comes down to numbers. But 11:41 equals 7 if we add those all up. So the number 7 is a breakthrough number. I always see it as breakthrough. Like okay, we're we're, we're getting past the communication and it's rising seven in dimensions. And I'll have a whole, epi- I'll have a whole um, podcast about an episode about dimensions, but the seventh dimension is a dimension of birth and death. So we don't interact with it too much unless, you know, we're born or you're giving birth. Um, and then of course, when we pass and excuse me, Seven is also a number of persistence and endurance, and holy heck, has Kamala Harris had to embrace those? And it takes a strong, strong woman to to be where she is. And also, seven. Incorporates intuition and an inner wisdom and a deep inward knowing. And again, I think that really, somebody who's strong is going to have those qualities. It's almost like, you know, you're going to have to really come to your your peace with yourself, to. be able to exude that strength so I'm gonna come back to Kamala Harris but I'm gonna go into uh, Joe Biden's when he was sworn in he was sworn in 11 minutes early so 11 is a portal so a divine portal opening Um, it's also a master number and It symbolizes duality and this merging of the divine masculine and feminine, which, hello, we have. And to me, that's just so important to have a representation of who you are in such a place of earth power. You know, the president, the vice president are powerful earth positions. And that's really important you know, and 11 a gateway to change. And uh, I think we're all up for that right now. So <laughs> this is really, this is really not uh, by accident. You know, this is very meant to be. And Joe Biden is the 46th president of the United States and four and six is 10. And 10 broken down by itself you know, without the zeros is a one. And the first thing that came to mind was all one. And 10 is a number of, um, of arriving at new. Now there's hope. You know, we get to create our own destiny because we know we have that power within us because we've taken all these other steps, right? We've gone through all these other things. 10 can also be a wake-up call to take action To live a fulfilled life, yes, please. Let's let's do this. Um, So I I felt that was really pertinent that he's coming in with all these, and same with Kamala Harris. Numbers in place, um, what they're doing, they're making this, both making the sacred oaths that will get registered in at their soul's history at an Akashic level. This this will show up um, if I just got given their birth date and where they were born, you know, or this is, this is going to come through as something that is a part of their soul's history now. So let's get into... Biden's speech, he kept repeating the word unity, one nation, and we're in this together. And I think that's, I mean, hello, coming in as the 46th president, the number 10, all one. um, He's really embracing that. That's really seems like it's at the forefront of where he's coming from, like his base. And, you know, he even talked about empathy. He quoted his mom, his mother, saying, begin quote, just for a moment stand in their shoes, end quote. Yes. If more people knew what it was like to experience poverty or struggle in race and having injustices put towards them. We would just have, I believe, a different, a different society. So I think it's really important that we have now a president who is saying, yeah, we really have to step back and go, what must that be like? And if you don't know, you know, start to have find out, well, what is that like, Um, you know, read and listen and, and really start to listen. You know, I keep getting an image of somebody sitting and, and almost in a meditative state, listening to other people's experiences that they're don't know, or maybe won't ever have, and and what is that like to to really listen and have that come in so that you can really know what it's like to be in somebody else's shoes. You know, he really spoke of how we need to listen again and hear and see and respect one another, and he sees his role as a cause, not just that he's a candidate candidate. You know, I feel like he really gets it that, that, that there's more. It's, it's not just him. It's all of us. You know, we all have to do this together. We all have to go. Yeah. We got to make some deep changes and it's going to come from a place that's we're not used to, but this, this, these changes need to happen. You know, he kept saying his whole soul is in this leading, force for good. He referenced to Martin Luther King and the women marching for their right to vote. And I think it's so important to bring up the past, those that laid this path for us now. And it was really interesting at the moment that he said, began quote, "Politics doesn't have to be a raging fire destroying everything in its path end quote the sun began to shine on the left side of his face. And I was like, yeah, like the, it, it's just blessings coming in like yep' you're, you're saying these things that that people need to to we know is true but we need to we need to hear these things out loud you know, he, he didn't back down from anything. Everything kind of came out in that speech. And he's like, yeah, this is not good. And, you know, that having racism and these, these aren't good. We need to move, you know, get away from this and start taking some major steps. So, you know, having somebody really come up and say, we're not going to I'm not going to tolerate this and I'm going to do everything I can to make this different. Um, and, and getting the sun (laughs) saying, yeah, yeah, here's a spotlight. Let's shine that, you know, let's shine that, that thought because that needs to, that that's a truth. That's a, a core truth. So, but also, um, not going to leave out Amanda Gorman. Oh my goodness. That youth poet laureate. Oh, I get, I cry and get goosebumps every time I either read or hear her speak this poem, The Hill We Climb. Um, Every time it just hits so many different parts of me and like, yeah, and it's so it's so to the point and so deep, and I think that's what makes it so fantastic, right? Like you don't have to really, I mean, it says things right out, right? You know, the one quote that has been quoted a lot began quote, for there was always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. End quote we all get that. Right. And from an Akashic perspective, it's like, oh yeah. And and somebody who does spiritual work and does their own soul or dark shadow work, you know, it, getting to that light when you're in a dark place can be so tough and it can be the hardest thing ever, you know. It could be downright ugly and 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 awful, and and you're filled with despair and hopelessness. And to to actually sit with it, though, because everything changes. I we we were guaranteed change in life. That it will transmute and. You know, here here she is putting this in this beautiful poem on the inauguration um, is, is even more hopeful to me. I mean, it's just there's so much hope um, that's coming through. A couple of other quotes of hers from this poem that, that stuck with me were begin quote for while we have our eyes on the future history has its eyes on us end quote that one really stuck of course i i do akashic work and soul's history work um so i'm always looking into history of our beings and so for her to note that in that way like history has its eyes on us yeah you know, I, th- I think that's really joining timelines too. And that's, you know, what we've kind of come in to here with uh, an ascension um, from a 3D consciousness to 5D consciousness of, of joining a sense of spirituality or higher self, things you can't see, right, with things you can And, and I think that's a simple way to put what going from a 3d consciousness to a 5d consciousness is, and there's more to it than that. Um, But for the sake of this episode, I'm going to stick to that. And she really hit on that. And that was just very important to know we're looking ahead, but we're not, you know, we know we've got to get it together here. We've got a lot to 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 heal. A lot to heal. And the last um, part of her poem that stuck out to me, uh, I mean, the whole thing really did, but the ones that another one that I really felt drawn to another part of the poem is began quote, if we merge mercy with might and might with right then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright, birthright end quote. I, I get goosebumps saying, even repeating these, um, you know, to have a mercy, the sense of grace um, with strength, again, is combining that duality um, and and knowing that, it all comes down to love. Then, then everybody has a chance. When we when we come from heart space, it's really hard. If you really touch into your heart space, it's really hard to be hateful, and to note again in a speech at an inauguration a political inauguration you know of 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 love of coming from you know a feeling this this is again this is where I resonate this is where I'm doing all of my things from so again it's not only hopeful for the all of us it's you know I feel a personal sense of hope too of wow, we can, you know, what I do will have more of a global merit um, because essentially it's, it's, you know, when we look after our own selves and and come from love and love ourselves, that ripples to all those around us. And I to acknowledge this and have this acknowledged again at a political level worldwide event is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So, so exciting. So, so, so exciting. And I want to touch on another part of the inauguration that I thought was so cool. I'm sure you did too. Notice the beautiful colors that everybody was in. And I'm going to start with Kamala Harris. She was in that beautiful deep purple which you know immediately of course red and blue is purple and combining you know the conservative and the in the liberal red and blue politically and you know um duality again combining both having a balance and let's get into the colors as chakras too so the chakras are energy centers so again, where feelings kind of can reside for us. And the purple that she was wearing to me represented a bit of both crown chakra, which sits right about above the head, right on the head, and third eye chakra, which is between your eyes on your forehead. And third eye chakra um, taps into our intuition and our imagination. Um, our our wisdom, and our ability to think and make decisions. Hello. That's definitely something that you want a vice president to um, have tools of. And also the crown chakra, which is our opening up to our source, to spirituality, to our higher self, um, to our purpose and boy that that color she that purple she was wearing really said i'm here on purpose you know and i have a purpose and then let's go you know let's go from this this other realm, right this let's let's bridge again this idea of bringing in feeling to this earth interaction of which, which is politics, you know, it deals with everything happening on, on an earth plane. So really, really powerful that she chose that. I believe she really chose that on purpose, again, purpose, but I really think she, she has a, a good insight to that. And let's see Jill Biden had on blue like a lighter blue which which to me i always see that color as a high priestess color so uh, again a knowing like i know things right i know my um an inner knowing and also a blue color can head on throat chakra. So the fifth chakra, which is, um, expressing oneself and being able to speak your truth and, you know, expressing your feelings. How am I feeling? I mean, this whole inauguration had this sense of feeling. I mean, we were all crying, (laughs) you know, we were all crying, um, through it. So there was so many feelings coming through and, um, and, you know, she really, the, her, her, outfit, I believe in that color hit on that chakra, which is important. And Amanda Gorman was in that beautiful, bright yellow, which represents chakra three or solar plexus and our place of personal power and self-confidence. And boy, does she exude those things? Um, uh, I mean, just everything about what she did and what she represents and her gifts that she shared on that stage at that age. Oh my goodness. The future is so bright. (laughs) The future is so bright. Um, And here she is in this bright yellow, happy, sunny yellow. Right. And she had red around her too. Um, I believe which, um, Ties into root chakra, so base of the spine, and that kind of hits on survival, security, and stability, and having a stable sense of personal power and, you know, secure. uh, That's what every young person needs and, and should always have, and that should never be taken away from them. And so often it does. And I think it was just again so, so right on point that she was in that that beautiful bright, powerful yellow, and and the red with the confidence and the stability, and and then there was Michelle Obama, when that in that deep red burgundy pantsuit that was so powerful. She had just exuded a sense of strength. And again, that red to me ties into root. So that stability and, and, and knowing, you know, where Michelle Obama came from being, um, you know, her husband being a president and, you know, she's kind of laid a foundation a bit uh, of this base of, strength. And I think she really exuded that and the color she used and even how she interacted um, with Kamala Harris um, at the inauguration. So um, what a beautiful ceremony. And again, a beautiful sacred oath that we all got to uh, witness. And right before the about two weeks before, I'd say, I started having dreams of um, Ashtar Command, which is a galactic assistance um, of light and third eye assistance. So, again, communicating in that intuitive way, which we've all been able to try out since we've been in masks now for almost a, a year. It's not that we're all communicating through um, third eyes, but we are um, listening more attentively and um, trying to uh, listen in a different way than I think we ever had. And so that assistance was coming through in regards to the, the inauguration, which I feel so blessed to have taken part of this or been a part of this part of our history um, in my lifetime to witness this. And I think the future looks so incredibly bright. And again, it's not going to be perfect. And I think that's okay to acknowledge that. It's, you know, but we're having a a kind base and a feeling base and a, a, a base that's coming out of love. And that's important to me. That's why we're all here. I believe that's why we're all here doing this thing with each other, trying to connect. And it's emotional. I'm getting a little emotional even talking about it again. But you can um, reach out to me at ancientbodyworks.co for private Akashic readings and chakra clearings. I do guided meditations every Wednesday at 9.30 Pacific, 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I have a Facebook group called The Infinite Dance. It's a nice community where we get to share things, um, ask questions and continue conversations from this podcast. If you'd like to be a part of that, go ahead and send a request. I'd love to have you. And I look forward to bringing you another episode next week. And until then, may I have this dance?